Good afternoon. I'm Jordan Peoples, and Marvel sucks. Oh, I didn't think you were going to say it that time. Damn it. You led me astray once again. I'm Cade Weiberg, and no, it doesn't. Case in point, there's never been a bigger time to be more excited as a Marvel fan. Never? Did you see? All right. Never. Well, I mean, Endgame. Maybe pre-Endgame. That was pretty hype. But then, so let's think about the hype train. So, honestly, we start this podcast. I'm already hype about everything, because I just... A year prior to us starting this, I watched Civil War, and I became a ride-or-die MCU fan. I would love it forever. Mm-hmm. It surpassed my passion for Star Wars, X-Men, all that stuff. Yeah. Then, basically, it was Aren't just you us. that you weren't, like, a primarily boy, Star Wars fan? Or a primarily boy, Game of Thrones fan or something? I, oof. I mean, I was a big fan of both of those, and they both let me down yeah. really hard. In a big way. But Marvel... Marvel has not done that, and it continues to be flawless. It is the best bandwagon to be on at this time, and I think that will always remain the case. Wow. Uh, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I think it's They're pretty damn <laughs> certain. I think it's, I think it's certain to say uh, that everything is going to be okay forever. Yeah. <laughs> safe uh, bet. Yeah, it's very safe to say that. Um, certain, I'm certain as well. Uh, but we had... This past week, Disney had a huge press conference. My Disney stock went up a lot, by the way, fourteen percent. How's your Disney stock, Jordan? Uh, I'm I'm not vested in uh in the mouse I don't, house. I don't know any uh, investment terms. <laughs> you're not vested in Disney. I think yeah. vested is the only one, honestly. Okay, so that sounds so. I, you're I not. You're not knew what I was talking about. You're not vested in the House of Mouse. Uh, it is. I will say just because they announced the future of television. All right, so let me uh, set the stage for you, Jordan. I This happened on Wednesday, I think, Mm -hmm. I want to say. And I was... I knew that it was happening, but I did not know the volume to which it happened. They announced nine new Star Wars projects, as well as confirmed, uh, I think, the same, like, nine Marvel projects as well. Mm. And I uh, texted you that night, uh, and I was like... Because I was at work when all of this went down, so I turned on my phone, or I looked at my phone for the first time in four hours, and I, you have 27 Marvel News notifications. So I was <laughs> like, oh my god. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Um, we got brand new trailers for WandaVision. We got trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier. We got a trailer for the Loki show, which I did not expect to see anytime soon. We got brand new announcements. Everything from a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special to... Oh, when's uh, that? Sh- that is winter 2022. Oh my god, that's so far in the future. <laughs> I think what I can't they're doing possibly care about that yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what they're doing is because Guardians 3 is going to come out the following year mm. and when's the last time we saw a Guardians movie? 2017. That's a 6-year gap. Ugh. People may have forgotten about the Guardians, especially with all this new content coming out yeah. around it. Hmm. Um but I texted you, uh, you were, and this is a good segue into Jordan's Law Corner, you uh, just finished your very first semester of law school. Congratulations, my friend. Yeah, hopefully I passed. <laughs> That's, hey, you're a smart guy, you finally came around to Marvel, so I'm really sure, uh, you know, that the same will bestow your studying prowess. Yeah. That's a sentence. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Fingers crossed. It I, was tough. Yeah, I bet. So what were you doing Wednesday night while I was uh, geeking out about Marvel? Uh, that was the night before my last final. Gotcha. So I studying kind of. I don't know. These <laughs> were these were um, 
basically they would give us the exam and then we'd have 24 hours to turn it in, turn it in the mm-hmm. following day. Um, and they okay. were like open book, but even with all those conceits that were still incredibly difficult. Um, so, and it's just like, is it like one question that you have to uh, solve? Most of them were like three or four questions. How many of these tests? I took three of them. Ugh. Yeah. That, and that and is one a lot. of them was was nuts. Like it was just like, uh, like people worked all night on it. I didn't. I worked almost yeah. all night. I went to I I stopped working on it about twelve fifteen. Then I got up at four forty five a.m. to get it, the rest of it done before nine a.m. Uh, and that's yeah, it was very the tough. only. The only reason I would wake up that early would be to watch like the Infinity War trailer, like because <laughs> it leaked at three a.m. Yeah. That four. Wait, so you just you had been presumably working on this all day, and then at midnight. Yeah, I mean, I'd taken uh, breaks you, to eat and stuff. Like it wasn't like that yeah. was the only thing I was doing, but yeah, I, it was mostly what I was doing. I probably spent like twelve hours on it. And you thought four hours of sleep was like you might as well just recharge the brain a little wouldn't yeah. you be groggier after you woke up at 4 a.m no that was definitely a good choice like i i, I was <laughs> i was struggling to read what i just written at midnight like okay. i was just like i can't and that's also way later than i normally go to bed i normally go to bed at like 10 these days and wake okay. up at six so really i mm. just got up like an hour and 15 minutes earlier than i normally would gotcha so, so didn't feel quite I, as early so we're what rank them uh, by difficulty? Because you didn't take them all at the same time, presumably, no. right? No. Okay, so the first one, second one, and third one. Con- How hard? Contracts was the them? most difficult. It was also okay. the longest. Like, they wanted us to write like six thousand words or something in a day. Oof. That's just that's, that's a, a lot. lot, especially like. You, it, you can't write filler in a law essay. Like, you can't just, like, like you know how you can kind of pad out, like, a, oh, like yeah. a essay about a book or something? Like, you can yeah, just kind of... I do it all the or time. Or, like, when we were in that film class. It's like you could do a little bit of stretching there if you're trying to cover <laughs> yeah. some ground. When you wrote your, your term paper with 45 minutes until the class, <laughs> yeah, you, did a you little started stretching. writing it. Oh, you stretched. You were Mr. Fantastic that day. <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah. did you stretch. Not an option as much in law school. Yeah. Um, so, but then the, the but you, other, and then uh, property was probably the next difficult, and then civil procedure was the easiest. I and think. that was the last one? I, I, could see, I could see my grades being completely topsy-turvy. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, and when do you find out about that? A couple of days, maybe a week. Oh, I don't know. I don't know exactly. Surely they should give everyone some credit because they're actually like, because you didn't go, did you go to any classes physically for any of these? Uh, so contracts, never. Property, okay. sometimes. And civil procedure, half the time. So it was like a thing okay. where you'd be, like there was two sections of people and some would be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the others would be Tuesday, Thursday. And then next week it would switch which days you were on or off. Okay. Um, so like half the classes I went to in person. But that way, half the capacity was on Zoom. It was all very weird, so, though. Yeah, that just, for me, I would not be able to learn that way. No, there was definitely some times where, like, the lack of immediacy for, like, the feedback. Like, if you're going into class, mm-hmm. either you've done the reading or you haven't. But I, I'd noticed yeah. that if it was a day where I was, like, mostly doing online stuff, I would wait till closer to class. Because I'm like, well, I have a whole hour to read this. 
yeah. I'm probably good. And then it's like, well, I'll check my phone and then it'll be like 30 <laughs> minutes before class. And I have like an hour and a half of reading to do. And I'll be like, Hmm, I guess I'm going to skim this real quick. <laughs> uh, it's just tough to get Saul motivated. Goodman technique. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all very exciting. I'm sure you feel a burden, uh, lifted off of you. Yeah. And now just uh, the residual that's... anxiety of waiting for grades to get back. Well, what are you going to... I mean, you haven't felt that in years. I'm sure you miss no. it a little bit. Yeah. The novelty of it. I do not miss like... it. It's not great. <laughs> Though I've but never... Before... I, I, I've very rarely felt like I didn't know what I was going to get back on an exam. Because the thing is, this is our work. This is the only grade for the entire semester is the finals. We're like oh, 100% of the really? grade. Really? Yes. So if like, I botched this, it's just like, oh, well. <laughs> that is... You're dead now. Wow. Why they have no other? There's no midterm. Uh, they did like a little practice midterm, but it wasn't graded. It was just like you do it, and then we'll talk about it in class. Each one of these classes, the final is the only yes. grade yeah. for every class. That is, yeah. So that's a stress. Oh my god, that's a stressful couple of weeks. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. God. So really, it must have been like the first half of the semester must have been just breezy. Well, the thing is. Uh, there's a lot of reading and you can just get like the thing of law schools. It's like Socratic method. So they'll just call on someone and yeah. they'll just stick with you like to talk about the entire case. So it's just yeah. like, uh, like Jordan, you read this case, like here's, here's yeah. the facts of the case, but what if this thing was different? How would that change given the judge's reasoning and the pin, the opinion? Like, so like, how uh -huh. did they depend on that fact to come to the conclusion they did and now alter that fact and figure out what would have changed on and the you just fly. say hearsay and fun <laughs> objection sustained. Now, mostly like I would just terms. like look panicked on zoom briefly. Uh, my eyes would dart to my textbook. I would go, uh, and then I'd say something just hoping that whatever I was saying was smart. Cause. And did it stick half the time or most of the time? What the reading? Or my no, answer. you did. Did you get by? Uh, I think most of my answers were okay. There's definitely some that were not okay. Like, <laughs> like, like if it's a very specific question that you can't kind of, like, some questions you can kind of figure out while you're talking about it. Like, you know enough about yeah. the case. It's like, well, sure. Given this fact, I guess the thing that that would change with this, like, you can kind of figure out while you're talking. But other ones is like specifically, what is this thing? And it's like, shoot, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna look dumb in front of these sixty people. And that is a well. I mean, it's at least it's on Zoom. Yeah, I don't know. Could Zoom be in is person. kind of worse because at least in a classroom, you're all facing the same direction. So like, you know, oh. other people are paying attention, but like this is like a wall of faces all looking at yeah. you. That's an interesting point. Yeah, it's strange. I've it's never just, had to learn via Zoom. It's a strange dynamic all over. So are are you excited to return to the classrooms for a hundred percent of the? schooling yeah and i don't suppose that'll happen till next fall would be my guess yeah seems nothing's realistic. gonna be happening for like they're not gonna be rolling out vaccines to college people for a long time like there's a lot of you people are the first you are the future the college students are the future yeah but so. they're also a fairly low risk group yeah that is true uh yeah, we just uh, just to date this a little bit, uh, vaccines are rolling out to medical professionals. My uncle is actually getting one this week because mm. he is a doctor. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, the vaccine is real. Uh, we've been doing this podcast in quarantine for about six months now. Longer than six uh, months. It started in March. Yeah, uh, Nine months. Oh, wow, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but 
Yo, wow. Okay, yeah, you're right. Because I was I was on I was confusing my March and May because they both start with MAs. Yeah, well, cuz March 11th was when I was in yeah. Uh, Nashville for the yes, SEC basketball the, tournament, and then yeah. it, uh, that got canceled. And that was really when quarantine started to begin for a lot of people. Like everyone was, yeah. Like you, you were starting to see masks in grocery stores like the week before that, but it definitely wasn't widespread mask usage. No. And then like that following two weeks, the mask usage went up and up until it got to basically where it still is for the most part. What an insane nine months it's been. Yeah. Truly unprecedented. Truly crazy. But I mean, you know, and one of the one of the bigger things that suffered this year was Marvel content. <laughs> yeah, there was none for our Marvel podcast. <laughs> there was zero. So we watched Blade, we watched Spider Man. This is a yeah. fun year in the recap. Uh but yeah, so that was Jordan's Law Corner. We really need a theme song for that at some yeah. point. And now that you're done with law school, maybe you can uh whip one out at some point. <laughs> uh, and now why don't we listen to the theme for this show Okay I think Marvel sucks No it doesn't No it really does No Beautiful Great theme every time Gets me it's about the uh, so, earliest we've had it in a little while, I feel like. I know, I was thinking episodes. about it. It's, yeah, that is true. Um, we usually just get sidetracked, because we haven't seen each other in so long. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited for uh, this episode. We're going to talk about all the Phase 5 content coming out. We're going to discuss, uh, we have, uh, hopefully, the Iron Man 3 Christmas special. I've uh, been talking to our potential guest, and he seems still excited to do it. He wants to watch the movie yeah. uh, so he can talk shop because I have seen it twice this year. Would you believe that, Jordan? Wow. I have seen it once in my life. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> it's on Disney+. Plus. You can go check it out. Yeah. I'll um, have to rewatch. But, yes, we are coming up on, and also, uh, just so, we're, we are... Almost a month away to the day from fresh Marvel content. The first fresh Marvel content since July 3rd, 2019. Mm. Or maybe July 2nd, whenever Far From Home came out. Isn't that crazy? Pretty wild. Like, it's just the machine (laughs) was such a consistent lumbering, like, it's always inevitable. Just like Thanos himself. And and then gone. (laughs) And then snapped. Snapped away. Himself, yeah. Isn't that interesting, though? Like, when our children view these properties mm. and they see uh, Infinity Saga 2008 to 2019, and then I don't know if they have a name for this next saga. I think they're speculating Multiverse Saga or something. Mm. Uh, 2021 to, you know, 2099. Who knows how long this bad that boy That would be is a long go. saga. I, it'd be a shame because <laughs> no one alive... <laughs> No one alive to view the first one would probably be alive to view the last one. Hmm. How long do you think this second saga is going to go? No one, Same amount of time? Of uh, Ten years? Even though there's more content than ever? You know what I kind of think they need to do? Is a shorter saga. Don't go quite as big. Give us like a rebuilding saga. And then, because you know, kind of rule of threes. Like Endgame yeah. was a big thing. And then, do, and then you have the third one, the third era. And then you go huge again. 
Interesting. So you want kind of a filler saga. Not not filler. Like, it can still be consequential. I just don't think it should be as long. I don't think it should be a decade in the making. Uh, I'm the, Just the fact that they're pumping out as much content. So my question to you originally uh, that I started on was if people look back at this yes. 20 years from now and they see a gap year and they're like, oh, they must have really wanted to take a year off in between, like, the two projects. I know. And, what serendipitous timing that, for that's, all of this to go down? I think even stuff that I said during Endgame is that, or like the Endgame episode was, they should take yeah. a break and let this settle. Yeah, um, and we knew Far From Home was already coming at that point. Yeah, that's still that's technically an epilogue to the Infinity Saga. That is part of the okay. Infinity Saga. Yeah, and it feels that way. Yeah, it's because you know Spider Man and Iron Man, like it's just kind of a moving on type deal, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I though I think it, they made it that way, but I think originally um, they wanted to put it or delay it a year, but Sony would not let them have the character for more than five years mm, or something. Okay, um, so they had to release that movie very quick. Um, but we have speaking of Spider Man, I don't I I texted you because I was so excited. They have dropped some major Spider Man news this week. Um, Charlie Cox, the daredevil himself, ah, is going to yes. be in Spider-Man 3 alongside Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange, uh, and Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Alfred Molina's Doctor Octopus, uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro, and theoretically Emma Stone and Kristen Dunst will also be in Do you think there's just going to be like a sequence where they fly through a bunch of the old movies, like, yeah, like what, switching really quick? The, the, my source where I get a lot of this uh, info from, which is, is he's right like 90% of the time, um, he says that he was the one who confirmed all these actors will be in the movie, but he says like all the OG Spider-Man or the other Spider-Man characters will just have cameos kind yeah. of deal. Well, I could see it being a thing where like, like he's zipping through portals and then he swings into one portal and like he's fighting Dr. Octopus and then that Spider-Man yeah. helps this Spider-Man... And then he swings into the next one and he does like that same kind of thing. Just like these quick interactions. They quip oh, back totally. and forth at each other. Yeah, totally. And I think at the end of this, because what Sony gets out of this is now they've re- revitalized their Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield characters that they can use in their own movies. Mm. And more people will watch them because they also have the Venom and the Morbius and all these other characters coming out. And then the MCU still gets Tom Holland and... Uh, you know, everyone wins. We don't have to watch the shitty Sony Spider-Man movies, and we still get our good ones. Yeah, with Tom Holland himself, with the Golden Boy, uh, as everyone's the Golden him. Boy. Yes, Tom Holland, the Golden Boy. So, my question to you, Jordan, is how excited are you for Spider-Man Three? Now that you know Charlie Cox will be playing his lawyer, as I anticipated from our yeah. spec script. Uh, I'm as excited. As I was, and not an iota more. <laughs> <laughs> did did Doctor Strange being cast make you more excited? Mm, I don't know, because I basically my problem with this question is that my excitement Dude. for the new Spider-Man is basically as high as my excitement goes, which is not to say it's incredibly high. It's just like I kind of have a, a threshold that I can keep hype. We have discussed this. Yeah. You don't not a get excited guy. for things. Like, ask me no. a week before, then I'll probably be excited. But now, when it's so indefinite in the future, I just it's intangible. 
Just, um, did you see all the the Warner Brothers announced that all of their movies will be going to HBO Max on the same day as theaters for the entire year of 2021? Yeah, I did hear that, which is interesting. Uh, yeah, so Wonder Woman comes out Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do an up ep on that if that's good. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dune, what I was most excited for, mm. my favorite director. Uh, Denis Villeneuve um, did a Dune remake that is now coming out next December and the director himself is upset that the movie is immediately going to streaming Mm. instead of getting the time in the theater which he did a great variety article on that Um, yeah but there's so much money lost in the film industry like it's just it's like so many things like Tenet I would have seen Tenet I didn't see Tenet because of the pandemic but like so many yeah. other things similar to that, like and if anything was going to bring people back in, you'd think it'd be a Christopher Nolan blockbuster. But you really do, but it apparently wasn't enough. Yeah. I mean, I will say I did see Tenet in theaters, yeah. and it was not Christopher Nolan's best film. Maybe if he released an Interstellar, mm. I still or, probably wouldn't have gone to see it. Uh, yeah, but I think more people would have. Yeah, I don't know. Just sit, sitting I, in a room indoors with a group of people for a sustained period just feels like if someone in there has COVID, that's bad. Yeah. I will say I have yet, I've been to probably like six movies since theaters reopened <laughs> over the past, over the past few months. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I go when I can just cause I miss movie theaters yeah. so goddamn much. Um, but, uh, I don't think I've ever been in one that has had more than 10 people in it. Huh. Yeah, and it's probably the most. It's usually me by myself. Yeah, and I mean, I I don't know what the actual danger is because it's also a very high ceilinged room that is probably yeah. fairly well circulated. And if those are the cases, and you have to wear a mask the whole time you're in yeah. there. Mm. So, tell uh, you what, though, I mean, winter has made masks way better. Now when it's like a oh, little yeah. bit crisp out and I'm wearing my mask, oh, I'm like, oh, it's nice. so nice. <laughs> yeah, it is so warm, especially on a windy day. Yeah. I wonder if I might that'll keep stay. it going next winter. Yeah, exactly. Well, because that's still like <laughs> flu season anyway, so it's not like yeah. I'm curious the level which masks will remain in culture. Like I feel like people will I, wear them more often. Oh, absolutely. I think for the next ten years too, because yeah. even after even after there's a vaccine and everyone's most people are vaccinated, I'm willing to bet that a lot of people will still stay inside for another year just to be safe. Mm. Kind of deal. Uh, it's it's an interesting time to be alive. Uh, speaking of movies that I saw in a movie theater, mm-hmm. me and Kyle went to see The Sound of Metal. Oh, at the Alamo Draft House. Didn't you? Didn't we already talk about this? Did we? Okay, maybe but we, did. we can talk about it again <laughs> because I saw it on the internet. Fantastic! <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, it was did really I, good. Did I mention it? To yeah, you? that's why I saw it. Did we? Are, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, great. Wow. Oh, so it was just an accidental transition into now Jordan. Yeah, perfect. Seen. Tell me how how much did you enjoy this movie? Oh, absolutely. It was a hundred percent enjoyable. Like it, it was just. Did you watch it with a good sound system? As I'm now recalling that I recommended yes, you do, <laughs> and I did not. Ah, <laughs> uh, I watched it. Do you feel like on Ellie's TV rather than my TV? Because my TV sounds like garbage, but her TV sounds good. So we watched it there. Does she have a sound bar? No. So it's still worse than mm. good audio, but it is better. <laughs> like my TV, any bass at all will just kind of start to be like, v- v- like something in the TV will buzz and it sounds awful. Uh, and there is a lot of bass in yes, this movie. Yes. So I'm glad I did not watch <laughs> it here, lot. but it was, it was excellent. 
Like it was yeah. one of those movies where after you watch it, it almost feels like you've had a life experience downloaded into your brain. Yes. It's like, oh, I've lived this whole little like, it's like, you know, that game in Rick and Morty where he lives the whole life and then he yeah. wakes up. It's like that. Roy. Just very immersive <laughs> and it feels like this whole thing and brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It really just, oh, I don't want to spoil yeah. anything for our listeners. Definitely watch this movie. I think it's the best thing I've seen all year. Mm. There hasn't been a lot of new content this year. Yeah. That is, oh, that's another thing. This is the first year I'm going to give my movie of the year away to something that's not Marvel content in probably like three or four and years. And it's going to Sound of Metal? As of right now, yeah. That's the best thing I've seen all year, I think. Yeah. Hmm. It, just that line when he's at the rehab facility, or rehab, the, the deaf <laughs> coping, uh, and that guy he's just talking to, he's like, I've been clean for four years. And he says, from where I'm sitting, you look just like, you look and act just like an yeah. addict. That really hit oh yeah so good and his performance was great the main yeah, character he's i such hadn't a good seen actor. him he was the same he was a nightcrawler right was that him I thought that was him same guy from nightcrawler uh alex my best friend since first grade mentioned that he was in rogue one which yes. i then realized yeah uh, but i did not know sure this was he really carried this performance it yeah. was so stellar and just what did you think like the end when he got the the simulated ears? I know I, that was so crushing. Like when when they just yeah. first enabled them and he's just yeah. like like no, like, no, no it's it? not it's not good right now. Can you and yeah. it's like it gets a little better and then it's still devastatingly underwhelming. And and yeah. then that scene where he's watching his girlfriend and her dad sing and it's just garbled yeah. nonsense. And the audio does the transition from what's being played to what he's hearing. And it's just like, and you know mm. it's coming. It's like, you know the movie's going to show you what he's hearing right now. And it just, this is very slow crossfade from one to the other. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. And you're just like, oh no. And it's just like, it's yeah. just absolute garbage was, by the end. It was funny because I was uh, with my father two nights before I saw this movie. And he, somehow we segued into the conversation and he said... If you can't sit still for an hour without doing anything, you're crazy. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> and then I, I'm like, you don't are making any sense. And then I watched this movie that explained that exact same sentiment in a much better way in a two-hour joyride. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is that cuts so deep that so many people think of how many people cannot sit still, yeah. like just in general. Now, I haven't done it in a while. It, I mean, at least I'm always doing something. I'm not you have to do something yeah. otherwise it's just a loss of time mm -hmm. but that oh that scene at the end where he just sits on the bench and he tur turns off the ears and he's just it's just silence yeah it was oh what a what a note to end on uh, really stellar stellar content um glad you watched it glad uh you enjoyed it um yeah highly recommended to anyone out. who's looking for something to watch you probably have Amazon Prime anyway if you're you know probably Watch it with a good sound system. I, that's all I can say. The Dolby Atmos in the theater was spectacular. Yeah. That was the way to hear this movie. I almost, like, it's... I know there are some very important visual moments, but I almost would have just listened to it, like, if I had the option. Yeah. Just to focus all of my energy on hearing it. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a fun movie. Did you watch Mank? No. Did we talk about Mank? I guess not. Cause I, I don't it, think so. It is one, though, like I've obviously been, Netflix has been pushing it hard, so. Yeah. I would recommend watching Citizen Kane first. I've seen Citizen Kane. 
I know, but you Again? should really watch it right before this movie because oh. there's a lot of Easter eggs that I did not pick up on. So did you and watch Kyle, it uh, after I w- Citizen Kane? I have seen... No, I did not. And then Kyle said, I'm going to watch Citizen Kane before mm-hmm. uh, Kyle, friend of the show, yeah. has been on. Uh, and times. he... Yes, many times. And he said, uh, you, I'm going to do that this way. And then he explained all of the things that I missed because I had not seen Citizen Kane in years. Citizen Kane, I, I still think is... Uh, like a lot of people are reticent to go back and watch old movies. I think in terms yeah. of pacing, Citizen Kane is yeah. slower than a modern movie, but it's quicker than a lot of old movies like that. Oh, I think it holds up spectacularly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, like that in Casablanca. And the Simpsons parody of it is also great. With uh, Mr. Burns' spare Bobo. I don't know. I, I'm sure I've seen that. That's a season five. It's on Disney Plus. You can go watch it right after we're done talking. Yeah. Uh, I, Simpsons on Disney Plus is something I, I keep intending to do. I just don't know where to start because I've seen the first, like, I kind of want to watch through The Simpsons up to, like, you know, season 11 or something. But I usually go to 14, I think. But that's when I. Yeah. But I've seen that, the that's first when two that... recently, like the first two seasons. I watched those not too long ago, but I don't really want to start at three. Yeah. Three is, well, I don't know. I think the show starts becoming nonstop laughs season four. Mm. So episode one, season four, like four through 10, every episode is perfect. Yeah. And then 11 and 12, and not to say one through three aren't great. 11, 12 are, are pretty good. And that's crazy also to think about. Like I, I recommend the good years of the Simpsons is less than half of the show's run. Oh yeah. Like there is more content on the back end. That's how I point. feel about SpongeBob. SpongeBob has like 12 seasons now or something. I don't know how many. Yeah. The first three are great. And then everything after yeah. that is complete garbage. Like it go, oh, it, I don't think I've watched past the first three. Uh, there's like a couple season four episodes but I think the ones of those that are good were already written by the same group that did the season three. And then it, they, it started to turn over very quickly because the head guy left the show for a while after season three. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can tell the scripts that he still had influence on. And that's like like a couple episodes in season four. And then it's just absolute garbage. And apparently he came back for a couple seasons there at the end. But I, I don't know. Uh-huh. I think it just changed too much at that point. That, I mean... Don't get me wrong, I watched a hell of a lot of Spongebob back in the day. But you were definitely always more into it and turning it on the apartment whenever you came by. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <laughs> Hey, Spongebob is on! I'm a big sponge head. <laughs> <laughs> as, as the kids say. I'm a um, sponge head square fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about Marvel? Yeah, I want to watch the first of these trailers. rattling around this big house. Well, I assure you, I'm married to a man, a human one. One. Well, I think we handled that well. And we are back. That was amazing. I love that trailer. It had the monkeys, (laughs) and it showed more of their little sitcoms and their different little sitcom sets, which, again, I'm a huge fan of because I I like old television in general, like... Uh, I don't have access to it anymore, but I used to watch MeTV a lot, just like mm-hmm. Brady Bunch and all those old crappy shows. Just for fun. Yeah. Yes. This is like that plus Marvel, which is okay. So <laughs> that thing which I love plus Marvel is a good combo. 
so this is how you anticipated and hoped that this show would be made. Yeah, plus it's got that interesting, like, reality warp going on, like, where the characters yes. in the show are trying to figure out why everything is going, like, what's happening to them, which yes. is always a fun premise, so. So you're in. Yeah. I, as we've, you're, you're we've seen repeatedly, WandaVision continues to <laughs> hype me up. When does that come out? January 15th. Oh, in it's so it's not too days. long. Yeah, no. And then here's the other great news about all of these announcements. We are going to have fresh Marvel content every week for at least six months. Hmm. Wow. Because these are weekly shows. And, and as soon as this back? ends, as soon as this ends, Falcon and Winter Soldier, there might be a week break in between them. Wow. But Falcon Winter Soldier comes out March 15th. So, oh. yeah, there will be a two week period in between the end of this and the start of that. And That's... then we get six more weeks, and then a two-week break, uh, then Black Widow comes out. Actually, I don't think there's any break there, because Black Widow sh- is coming out May 7th, I believe. And then uh, Loki is May, so that's going to come out right after Black Widow. There's, whew, We waited a long time. We waited through the deserts, Jordan. The desert of <laughs> Marvel content. There was nothing around for 40 days and 40 nights. That stretched out to a year. Who's Moses we... here? And now we're, uh, I mean, probably me, just because <laughs> okay. I, I obviously know more about the Marvel desert mm. than you do. I um, didn't mean between the two of us. I meant, like, overall. Oh, in general? Yeah, I guess Kevin Feige, but that seems kind of lame. Like, he's been... Yeah, uh, he is kind of a Moses character. Him and me are definitely the two that I would <laughs> pick to be Moses. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be right, Ramses. So you're, you're sold... <laughs> um... There's so many great characters in the rich story that is the Ten Commandments. <laughs> uh, do you think they'll ever do like a Marvel parody of it? Mm, that'd be good. That, like, that'd maybe be fun. Like the... maybe next time after WandaVision, not, this time they do sitcoms. Next time they'll do yeah. Bible stories. <laughs> they'll be like <laughs> Veggie Tales. <laughs> do you think uh, the What If anthology series, because uh, there's like 20 episodes of that, or there's going to be like a lot of episodes of that. Mm. Do you think any of them will be like, what if Captain America or Tony Stark was, was Jesus? Was Jesus. That was exactly what I was going to ask. And the disciples are all other adventures. All, correct. And it's just the actors, and they're playing it really straight. Like, it's they make very little references to their characters. I mean, obviously, the script has like little Easter eggs in it. Yeah. Like, like, like I am. Peter has, and he's like, I am. The Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> and like Peter has like an infinity stone in his head. Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. Out of the, you don't I think don't Spider-Man know would enough. play Peter? <laughs> <laughs> that makes most sense. Well, who was, who was betrayed? Peter, bet- or no, Peter uh, was the first yeah. Pope. Yes, yeah, Spider-Man is totally Peter. That makes so much sense. <laughs> Not Vision. Why would Vision be Peter? Who's Cade, Judas? Stupid. I guess... Captain America kind of betrays him at one point, but it's not really. In, in, he does. Captain America does betray Tony Stark in his own movie. Yeah. In Captain America three, he's a real backstabber there. I don't know. You can't make him Judas though. Yeah. No, I think that's a bit too much. Who is? It would have to be. There hasn't been anyone I, who's really turned coats. Well, maybe Loki. Loki would probably be a good Judas, but he's not really one or of the main like team. Nebula's kind of Judas, like not yeah. via her own intention, but maybe that's a compelling angle for Judas. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think you need Loki just as the most deceitful character of the bunch. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, well, um, that's been our discussion of <laughs> the Avengers cool. as disciples. 
<laughs> I think we can expand on this. I think uh, at some point we can map out an entire list of who each Avenger is in the Bible. I think we'd have to like read the Bible some. To, like, <laughs> I prep. think between the two of us, we know enough about the Bible. Mm. I mean, I can't name all of the disciples. Exactly. Like, I don't know a lot about a lot of the disciples. Like, there's many, the big how ones. How many apostles can you name? Not many. All right. Well, we got Peter. We got John. Peter, John. Luke. Luke. Mark. Thomas. Judas. That's half of them. That's We're halfway six. there. Uh, did we say Matthew already? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, Ramrod? Did you say Ramrod? Is that one? <laughs> it might that be. sounds like one of the old like prophets from the Old Testament. Yeah, maybe he probably doesn't count. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna Google Ramrod disciple. Uh-huh. Uh, twelve apostles names. Which disciple Ram- liked the to party the most? Wow, James the Great is the name of a disciple. Huh. Not just James. Yeah, He's James called James the Great. the Great. That's a pretty boastful name for a disciple, don't you think? Yeah. It's like, you know who's great? Jesus is. So maybe chill. Andrew, Bartholomew, Thomas, Philip, Peter, Judas, Simon, Matthias. So Bart Simpson is named after a disciple? Bartholomew? Yeah, Yeah. probably. I don't think that they intended that, but they have referenced it in the show where they call him Bartholomew. Hold on. There's four Jameses. This clearly is not. Oh, this is just all the apostles. And I guess there are more than 12. Well, that seems disciples messed up. Disciples names. I know. That's all right. So disciples are list of 12. Uh, all right. So there's Simon, who is called Peter. That's confusing. Okay. There's also on, on this list I'm looking at, it says Nathaniel or Bartholomew. So is that one guy? He just has. Uh, oh, I mean, Simon is called Peter for some reason. Also so... on my list, it says James the Less. Yeah, I saw that. I think there are just like a lot of Jameses. So huh. James the Great and James the Less are unfortunately two different people. Yeah. And one of them, just imagine going to work every day and you're James the Less. It's like, can't you just call me like James and then like the <laughs> first initial of James? the first initial of my last name? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm James W and you're James Q. But alas, they did. Yeah, James Q from Bible days. <laughs> alas, they did not have those back then. Hmm. Uh, well, that's, that's our, uh, new segment Bible study with Caden Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Amen. Um, so WandaVision, your hype. Yes. That looked great. Uh, All right. Very, very big fan. So how, how do you want to do the hype meter? Like, how do you want to measure hype? Uh, with a Geiger counter. All right. How many Geigers are you giving it? Well, Geigers just beep. So this How is, many beeps this are you is just it? a lot of beeps really close together because I'm high. All right, so the Geiger counter's high? <laughs> yeah. Like, like dee 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 Okay, great. You have to do that for a review for every one of these. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, remember your bar because that's, that's seemingly yeah. pretty high. Yeah. All right, so moving on. I'm going to go watch the other one. The legacy of that shield is complicated. Symbol. What's going on in that cyborg brain of yours? You don't want to know. Oh, yeah, I can see it working. Gears turning. Oh, they're malfunctioning. They're on fire. God, I hate you. Uh, and we are back. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so that was the Falcon Winter Soldier trailer. Yep. Um, I'm less immediately hot off the presses as I was with WandaVision. WandaVision, I came in hot. This one, I'm <laughs> yeah. coming in a little bit more tepid. I'll say this. It looked action-packed. And I will. <laughs> I was most impressed because when they announced all of these shows years ago, uh, I was worried that they wouldn't carry over the quality of the films. This looks just like a very long Marvel movie. Yeah, no, it looks high quality. Like that so, scene of him flying through the Grand Canyon or something, it looks like, yeah. looks amazing, like visually. Yes. This one, yeah. I guess I'm just like, the premise, it's more like, like this kind of action thriller spy thing that Winter Soldier did. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want another Winter Soldier? Yeah, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I've never been like a spy thriller type fan, like Jason Bourne or Mission Impossible or something like that, which seems to be what... The Captain America series has become known for is kind of playing. I mean, that. aside from Captain America three, Civil yeah. War. One well, one wasn't really like that, but Winter Soldier definitely was like that. Winter Soldier is an. But I still though, feel like sure. that is there is a little bit of that in Civil War. Uh yeah, maybe like parts. Whenever they're not fighting, when it's not an Avengers, Avengers movie, I fighting. think that's what it is. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, so where is the Geiger counter on this? This one's like a beep, 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 beep. Okay. Beep, that's still, that's beep, still an irregular pulse. Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, that's a good, good news. Uh, I am yeah. very excited. I'm probably more excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier personally, not to say that I'm not very excited for WandaVision, especially to WandaVision Watching that first episode after not seeing any fresh Marvel content for 18 months mm-hmm. is going to be surreal. Yeah. I you could put any Marvel character, you could give me a Ned show and I would be so excited. <laughs> I'd be excited for a just, Ned show. See, just I, like uh, the show like if any show about a weird character, I'm more interested in innately than like <laughs> than know. a main character. Yeah. Interesting. Like if it's like this uh, new Hulk show, I'd be like, "Well, cool." But I I'd rather see a show about um, She-Hulk, sure. Which I don't want to spoil, but that's coming up. Uh, so we have Black Widow, May seventh, twenty twenty-one, as they have pushed it back a year from the original date. Uh, and they have confirmed that they are. It is coming out on that day, no matter what. Uh, if it has to go to Disney Plus, then it will. But it is coming out regardless. Hmm. I so, think it's fairly safe to say that people will be going back to movies in some quantity at that point. Yeah. In May? Just, will they will they get tenant numbers or will they get Yeah. Maybe they do a double release. I don't know cuz that deters. Maybe release it on Disney Plus like 2 weeks after it comes out in theaters or something. Yeah. I don't know cuz you definitely get a lot more subscription numbers if people have to go to your streaming service to watch a Marvel movie. Mhm. But think of how high the drop off is going to be from Far From Home made a billion dollars. Is what's yeah. Black Widow going to make? Not a billion. That's and Avengers made two billion. So already the Far From Home drop off was well, but the end game was a unique beast. <laughs> it, it, yes, that's true. It two point seven billion dollars unique. Yeah, that's not an expectation that you can honestly try to hold. Everything just this was so serendipitous. Also, James Cameron. I don't think we're ever going to get box office numbers. I mean, at least for eight years or something where we get like Avengers status box office numbers. Mm. 
Yeah, it does. It does kind of weird me out the idea of sitting like shoulder to shoulder with strangers right now. Like, yeah. Eh. Oh, totally. <laughs> I don't think so. I absolutely like. I I wouldn't go to a movie that is sold out. Like, but but not even cool. like like obviously right now I wouldn't do it. But even six months from now, I think I'll still feel weird about doing that, even if I have yeah. the vaccine. Yeah. No, I think it's just because we've lived this long without that kind of group, you know, having to deal with that. Yeah. And you just kind of, it becomes the new normal a little bit and we'd have to ease into it. Yeah. Like when uh, we saw Endgame, it was packed. Like it was full, yeah. full to the brim. Mm. There had never been a fuller movie theater. There were people in the rafters. <laughs> it was interesting. It, there was an aspect of Endgame and Infinity War that was a little bit like watching sports. Like just the mm. energy of the crowd oh, was absolutely like, like the way people were cheering when stuff on screen happened. Like, Unparalleled. like, I wonder if they, how much they anticipated that. I mean, obviously, after Infinity War, they would have anticipated for Endgame. But was Ultron like that? Surely, Age of Ultron, people weren't that high. Ultron was not. Ultron, I remember, like, when I saw Avengers for the first time, I didn't see it opening night, so that's not a fair assessment. But I do remember, like, Avengers 1, 3, and 4, and then Dark Knight Rises also mm. were my four best movie theater experiences, just because of fan energy and all that, all those other factors. Like, yeah. The well, hype I just, was so high. I almost wonder if that'll affect the way they make these going forward because like, like there, there's some videos of people like filming the screen with their phone. Like when Thor comes in on in infinity yeah. war and people yep. cheer and you can't hear anything that happens on the screen for a while. Like, so I wonder yeah. if they'd ever start building in time for the audience to react to stuff. Which would be weird for all subsequent viewing experiences, but it yeah. is kind of strange how that interplay happens. Like, because like a like a stand up comedian or something, they can naturally react to audiences being too raucous yeah. for them to continue talking. But you can't do that in a movie. That's true. Well, I mean, the good thing about that scene is not a lot of important dialogue no. happens after he lands. It's mostly all visual greatness. Yeah. Most of most of those movies are Sim- similar to Cap's hammer. When or cat when yeah. cat picks up the oh, hammer. What a hype moment! Oh boy, that that theater that was probably the most fun I've had in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was everyone was so good, and you felt all of the emotions for Avengers Endgame. Yeah, you felt happy, you felt devastatingly sad if you weren't sitting next to Jordan and worried <laughs> about what he might think if you cried. Then <laughs> you sit in your car and cry on your drive home. Uh, <laughs> Before your podcast, anyway, that's just how most people experience it. Podcast talking about how you cried <laughs> on the way home. Um, so we have uh, Black Widow coming out May twenty one. What's the what's the the hype meter, the Geiger counter for that? Oh, for Black Widow. Black Widow. That's yeah. got David Harbor, and I like Scarlett Johansson. So that's a beep 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 beep. beep. So it's below <laughs> Wandavision, above. Falcon yeah. and Soldier. This is a hard okay. this is hard to differentiate my beats. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I'm surprised that this was your metric that you wanted to use, but we will keep <laughs> using it. <laughs> Alright, want me to go watch Loki? You're taking me somewhere to kill me. No, I'm taking you someplace to talk. Where I lie, I don't like to talk. But you do like to lie, which you just did. Because we both know you love to talk. Talkie, talkie. How long have you been here? I don't know, it's hard to say. You know, time passes differently here in the TVA. What does that mean? You'll catch up. 
Come on. What did you expect? And we are back. Uh, okay, that one definitely got my hype meter back up. You're back in? I, the Owen Wilson yeah, no, do it? I heard you ooh for Owen Wilson. Yeah, I ooed for... I, I, I should have done a wow. Uh, <laughs> but it was definitely weird. Like, I had no expectation for what this was going to be. Yeah. Um. But that looked very interesting. I still don't know exactly what it'll be, but it was the, weird enough that I was into it. The rumors are, or the spec speculations about the script are Loki at the end of Avengers Endgame, which is why I think they put that scene in there or at the beginning of Avengers Endgame or the middle. Yeah. When he takes the, they right. go back to Avengers one. He takes this uh, space stone and he can teleport wherever uh, and he disappears and creates mm -hmm. a brand new timeline of events where one, he's not dead. Um, which is and, good for him. Yes. Which is good for him. But think about that's 2012 Loki. So he never had a redemption where he tried to defeat Thanos in twenty seven or twenty eighteen, so this is Avengers one Loki, and this is the same character that is now going to probably start causing mischief again. Yeah, uh, and basically he creates multiple, or he goes off in his own timeline kind of deal. And the TVA in the comics, uh, Time Variation Authority, something mm. along that line, uh, they are in charge of making sure that the timelines don't get fucked up. Much like in Avengers Endgame when the Ancient One does not want to give Bruce Banner the oh. time stone because that would so, have split off multiple timelines. Yeah, so what is... I, I guess I, hopefully we'll hear what the TVA thought about the shenanigans on Earth regarding all that time travel that took place. Yeah, they probably were created to in a response to that if we're talking about in MCU lore. Yeah. That's probably something like going to be uh what launched the TVA. Wait, so is the TVA an earth-based institution? In the comics I would think it, they were cosmic. I do believe they are. Um but it can be literally whatever just because the MCU is different from the comics. They're just kind of based yeah. on the comics. Uh but Yeah, well and of course there was that shot of uh uh What's her name? Uh, Lady. Oh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, there's a shot of her back. I wasn't sure if that was her. That's what a lot of people were speculating, but I don't know. That's what it looked like to me. At least that's what I thought they were trying to to hint at. Like not like. And she. That's or not that they're hint at. That's the impression they were trying to leave. Is yeah, like, look, that, there's Black Widow for yeah. a second. What does that mean? Well, I think if that was her, then that looked like she was in like the Soul Realm. Uh, mm -hmm. on Morag or whatever because that's and I don't know what Loki can do that's presumably where yeah. Gamora would be too yeah which is, is is if they wanted to have some sort of Peter Quill goes on a journey to find his love thing yeah if she that'd be an interesting place to tease that she exists in some dimension yeah that he could potentially get to and I guess Loki can go really wherever he wants with the space stone um well yeah okay wait a second this is another thing I was thinking of is because he disappears with a space stone. Yes. But they still have it when they're fighting Thanos. Correct. They go further back in time. Remember, they, oh, they go, go, for, they okay, go back yeah. to the, the facility, which again, right. the, the TVA needs to be created because the whole bunch of chaos was just... Although presumably, yeah. and we didn't see this, this was off camera, so they can do whatever they want with it because they're genius yeah. writers. Uh, Captain America went back in time to fix all of it and return everything to its actual location. But Loki did definitely split off and create a new timeline. 
Well, and it, it it's interesting. So is he supposed to still have the stone during the events of the show? Uh, unless the TV takes it, it away. It, it, the, the way it looked like he was kind of getting blasted through everything and then he woke up in the sand. I almost wonder if there was some sort of like time fuckery where while he was traveling through space, he used enough of the energy to get him to another destination. But since it was taken out of the timeline from which he got the stone, then somehow he was cut loose from its power. So he got like the transportation done, but he doesn't actually still have it. Like it was taken from, I would have thought I, I, my guess for how the show goes is he starts traveling and then the TVA immediately catches him and then takes the time stone. Or the space stone. But how powerful are they that they can stop someone with an infinity stone? Because that kind of throws off the power level of the MCU. I don't know. Maybe Loki just foolishly drops it, much like the Hulk did, giving it to Loki, or (laughs) Iron Man did. Uh, I don't think, because, I mean, as far as power goes, the space stone is, you know, mostly used for just traveling. Even though it does give Captain Marvel her powers and all that other stuff. But... Yeah, I, I don't think... I, th- I think they'll do a good job explaining how he loses it. And he might still have it. Maybe he just gets caught by the TVA and he hides it. And he doesn't want yeah. them to take it. Up in his secret pocket. Because they're, they're all wearing those collars where they presumably can't leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, hmm. I, Owen Wilson was a fun surprise. Did not know he was going to be in that. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I haven't seen Owen Wilson in anything in a while. Maybe that's really. why he agreed to do like, it. Like, I, I know he's still doing stuff, but I just feel like he hasn't popped up in any movies I've been watching. Oh, it's definitely. But I'm a big fan. He's, he's not in Sound of Metal. No. <laughs> or any of the weird horror movies I've seen in the past year. <laughs> he's not in Midsummer. No. Oh wow. Um. So wh- where <laughs> that is that guy's your... lungs? Wow. <laughs> Where is the Geiger counter, the Marvel Geiger counter for Loki? this one? Is like a beep 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 beep, which is like just below Wandavision. Okay, so, so it's, it's so second. if I was to rank these in order <laughs> instead of doing a Geiger counter based Madness. system, why? <laughs> I know it's dumb, but bear with me. If I like right. goof off, uh, I would say Wandavision, Loki, Winter Soldier is my order of the trailers. Uh, Black Widow. All the projects, Black Widow would sneak in there at number three. Okay. Uh, very good. Moving on. That's all the trailers you have to watch. So. Eternals would also go above that. I don't know when that's ever going to come out. but That is next November, but I'm getting to that. So right now we're in July okay. of 2021. We have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That sounds interesting just because it, it does feel like a variation on the formula. Yes. Um, so I'll read a little description here. Uh, Ten Rings has been in the MCU since the very beginning. Those sons of bitches that Obadiah Stane hired in Iron Man. Uh, they helped Whiplash a little bit in Iron Man 2, and there was an imposter that played the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Um, mm. In an awesome short we did called, called All Hail the King, we revealed there is a real Mandarin, and he was quite upset with the shenanigans they pulled in Iron Man 3. Legendary Chinese actor Tony Lung will play the real Mandarin with Aquafina co-starring as Shang-Chi's friend Katie and Michelle Yao as Jiang Nan. Sorry if I'm butchering any of these names. Uh, now here's hoping they opt to keep Shang-Chi's pet monkey, Chi. Uh, so that is coming out um, in July. And that's mm. basically all we know about that. Is it have the same kind of, it's going to be released then no matter what, or it'll be streaming or yeah, whatever? Same. Anything after Black Widow, they're just, because they have too much, too many projects to kind of keep up with. Yeah. They got to keep this train rolling. 
so the little information you know about Shang-Chi, how do you want to put it in the uh, counter, the Geiger counter? I am actually more interested in that than Black Widow. Okay. So, so that's like... Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that's like right in the middle? Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> Moving on. This is a great bit. Uh, we have the What <laughs> If series in summer 2021, which is the anthology series. Uh, that they, isn't canonical. It is not. Right? Can, it is not canonical. Non-canonical. Non-canonical. Um, based on a series of comics that ask the question, "What if? What if Loki had found the hammer of of Thor? What if Peggy Carter had taken the Super Soldier Serum? What if the Avengers were all zombies?" The Disney Plus series takes events from the MCU canon and spins them with the movie actors reprising their roles in very different formats. Oh. So I didn't know it had the movie actors in it. The cast list we have, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Michael B. Jordan, Sebastian Stan, Josh Brolin, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, Haley Atwell, Chadwick Boseman, uh, pour one out, uh, Karen Gillan, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, Neil McDonough, Dominic Cooper, Sean Gunn, Natalie Portman, David Desmalchian, uh, Stanley Tucci, Taika Waititi, Toby Jones, Dishman, Hounso, Jeff Goldblum, Michael Rooker, and Chris Sullivan. Hmm. Those are, and that's yeah. It's just I just be I just don't know how to feel about that. Like, is it so? It's non-canonical. It's a uh, yeah cartoon. So oh, it's a cartoon. It I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Oh, Interesting. I, I don't think they're paying these actors to all star in this thing. Like, no, as, that as seems actors. surprising. Yeah. That would be a lot. So that makes sense that it's animated. Um, I might not watch that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you don't have to because it's not canonical. Or or I'll probably wait for a bunch of them to come out and then look at a top 10 list and watch the top five. I'll give you the top 10 list. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just tell you the yeah, best. We'll, we'll do a recap what if episode yeah. where I watch some of them. Yes. I mean, that's honestly the lowest on my list just because it's not canonical and I'm all about the canon, baby. Yeah. Gotta make it canon. Um, then we have late 2020. So wait, wait, wait. That was a beep, beep. Oh, sorry. Beep. Okay, so that's your beep. least excited for that. Yeah. Interesting. Least excited. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I of course I'm more excited about Falcon and Winter Soldier than that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's got the interesting because it's like, you know, flipping on its head, but it's also just not, you know, it's non-canonical, not, it's animated. That's just, it's disconnected. Yeah, correct. I agree with you. Um. Miss Marvel comes out late 2021, Mm -hmm. um, who we have met during uh, the new Avengers video game. Um, Miss Marvel will introduce the MCU's first Muslim superhero, Kamala Khan, a Pakistani-American teenager living in Jersey City, and a polymorph capable of changing size and shape. She assumes the mantle of Miss Marvel, which was a title that belonged to Carol Danvers, uh, who is Captain Marvel, um, in the comics. And basically, her lore is she's just a big fan of Captain Marvel, and she wants to be like her. Um, and she is a Muslim girl in uh, Jersey City, and just growing up and having regular teen problems. I was confused at first what the difference between her and Mister Fantastic's powers were. Uh, Wait, so I thought she shapeshifts. She does, but, but I mean, he the, just stretches. Yeah. But in the game, all she does is stretch, really. And maybe she develops oh, okay. it further. But maybe. Okay, well, when I hear shapeshifting, I think, like, changing forms. She does not. She just 
she can grow. She can like kind of like Ant Man. She can change size. Mm. Um, that is not what I think of as shape shifting. That's well, it's polymorph. She didn't. It didn't say shapeshifter. Oh. Well, polymorph. I still also think of basically in World of Warcraft. Polymorph is a spell that mages use that turn people into sheep temporarily. So that's oh. what I was kind of thinking in terms of what polymorph would be. Gotcha. Yeah, this is not. That's how I base my reality is on like you know. World of Warcraft spells. I know you do, but you sure do. Um, so what is your hype level for Miss Marvel? Uh, I just don't know enough. I guess I'd put it above what if, but like at the very least, I'm attached to the characters for Falcon and Winter Soldier a little bit already. Yep. Um, but I don't know. Like, She sounds... I'll be curious to see how she interacts with Spider-Man. Yeah. Because I feel like she's also young and from, where did you say she's from? Jersey City. So, so, not New York, I don't think. No, but like, not far. No, close by. Same yeah. back of the woods. I, I do like her origin story just because she sounds like, just that's, all these other characters are in LA or New York City. Like, I like how they're changing yeah. it up and she seems like just a regular suburban teen kind of deal. Well, yeah, and I also like they're doing a superhero that isn't, um, like I've complained a lot about his power levels and stuff. She seems to have a very reasonable power level, yeah. and that is where I like my heroes generally. And I'm, Like, it's cool when they get to be gods, but we need we can't have too many gods in the Avengers <laughs> or it starts to get boring. So, I don't know. It, she sounds cool. I, I guess I'm in, into it, and I like a kind of a, I'll, actually, I'll put it like a Black Widow level. Okay. It's like a beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I am also curious because in the comics, she is like obsessed with Captain Marvel. So I would be curious how her chemistry with Brie Larson is where she's just like a super fan, kind of like Spider-Man with Tony Stark at yeah. first. He's just like worships the ground he walks on, which is interesting because Captain Marvel has not had a lot of movies yet. Like, I don't know if we've she's necessarily done enough for people to worship her. Well, she's just not very present. She's always she's always doing stuff. elsewhere in the universe. Yeah, which <laughs> she doesn't you know, spend a lot of time on Earth. I get it. Like she's busy. She's doing stuff. Yeah. Um, and then late twenty twenty one, we have Hawkeye, the TV show. Um, yeah, I don't know what to do with that <laughs> in my head. Like, uh, mm. what does it talk about? Is it is it him being Hawkeye? Because you know what I want to see is his transition from Hawkeye to Ronan. Now that's a TV show. I don't think it, so. It is Jeremy Renner is the last remaining OG Avenger to front his own project, but ten years after the uncredited cameo in Thor, he will get a Disney Plus event uh, titled Hawkeye that will deliver the Archer's time as the samurai sword wielding mercenary Ronin. Oh, there you go. Okay, so it was what I said. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly what you said. And see Clint Barton train a protege, Kate Bishop. Um, mm. who I don't know. That's I guess that's not his daughter. Uh, I thought it would be his daughter. Um, yeah. A beloved comic book character who inherits the Hawkeye mantle and goes on to become a central member of the Young Avengers. Um, okay, so Young Avengers, is that going to be Spider-Man, Miss Marvel? Yes. And this girl so far is all we know, really? And Cassie Lang, Ant-Man's daughter. Cassie Lang. And also, isn't the the girl from Captain Marvel? Uh. She's old now, because that happened in the 90s. So she's older than a child. Okay, so she's too young for the... Or too I, old I for the Young Avengers. I think she's too old for the Young Avengers. Because she's in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Did you notice that? That was her. 
Oh. Uh, the cop person. Oh, okay. I did not put that yeah, together. That that's is, who that was supposed I mean, to be. Interesting. It's a completely different actress, so that makes sense. <laughs> because yes. the actress is like... <laughs> 20 years older than the child who portrayed her well i didn't know if there was some detail that was supposed to tip me off that i missed it uh i think they say her name okay so yeah Um, i did not notice that yeah but that is her uh so yes she is not going to be a young avenger as far as i know um Hmm. so hawkeye where's the hype meter at i didn't know that he's going to be that's going to show him being ronin so i think that's pretty cool yes that is cooler uh, I don't want to push uh, like Falcon Winter Soldier any lower, but it just seems to keep getting. <laughs> You're more down. hyped for this than Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah. Interesting. That is literally my least hype one. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than what if. Yes. What if is at the very bottom. Hmm. So far that I keep <laughs> like not even including it. <laughs> keep nudging it down. Yeah. So what my list right now, let me just see if I can recap it is WandaVision, Loki. Uh you want to beep uh, along as you're saying these? <laughs> no, this is very difficult. <laughs> WandaVision, Loki. I don't, I can't do this, can I? I guess the Black Widow, uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Miss Marvel. Then, but then Black Widow, then Miss Marvel, then Falcon Winter Soldier, then what if? I think okay. that's all of them. Oh, I didn't put Hawkeye in there. Hawkeye was above Falcon. <laughs> so Hawkeye is like third from the bottom. You're yes. more excited for Miss Marvel. Yes. Interesting. Okay. I I mean, it could be really good, but uh, there's too many things to hold about. I, I might be more <laughs> excited for Hawkeye now that I know he's Ronan. But yeah. Uh, no, it does sound interesting. I. But I also want to say that I am interested in Falcon Winter Soldier. So the bottom <laughs> of this list isn't like uninterested. It's no. just... It's less interested. Yes, understood. Um, moving on to November fifth, twenty twenty one, we have the Eternals. Um, okay. For, uh, one of the most ambitious Marvel titles making its way to the big screen is an adaptation of Jack Kirby's The Eternals. The Eternals are a race of immortal aliens sent here by the Celestials to protect humankind from the Deviants. Actor Richard Madden explained, "We've met one Celestial already." Peter Quill's father, Ego, back in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, further plot details are currently under wraps, but director Chloe Zhao said, uh, Chloe Chow, I forget, uh, I'm butchering all these names. I'm so sorry, people. Uh, through the Eternals journey, we really get to explore what it means to be human. Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek, Hayek uh, top line the ensemble cast as the Eternal warrior Athena and the group's leader Ajak, respectively. While the Walking Dead's Loring, Lauren Rid, Ridloff will play the MCU's first ever deaf hero, Makari. So this is where we get a Sound of Metal crossover, if we were to ever get one. So this I'm pretty hype about. I don't know where to put it on my list. I would just put it somewhere in the middle. Pretty hype about it. Also, both Jon Snow and Rob Stark are in this movie. Interesting. As sword-wielding knights, I think. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's their powers. I might well, hopefully it ends better than their last gig. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they sh- they sure did jump on a good train. Uh, Game of Thrones, I can't... That That is the the two Davids. D.B. Weiss and David, yeah. whatever. The and off. Yeah. What what morons. I can't <laughs> believe they screwed up such a good thing. I mean, like, I'm sure they're very smart, nice people, but like... 
HBO any- offers you as many episodes as you need to finish the show that will undoubtedly be your legacy. It'll be like the first line in your obituary is like showrunner for Game of Thrones. <laughs> and they're just like, eh, maybe we'll half-ass it from here on. <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? Just finish the fucking thing you started. Well, they did get, uh. they at, like mid-season seven or before season seven came out, they were offered Star Wars money to do a Star Wars project. Yeah, and they lost it because they were idiots. <laughs> did they lose it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Maybe that because was also- it was so bad, everyone hated them all of a sudden. So Disney's like, oh, we don't want you to do oh, this thing for us that. now. Ooh, that was dumb of them then if they lost that just because they, you know. I yeah. thought they they just half asked it to start doing Star Wars stuff. I don't know. It's like it's like a college player who's going to be drafted in the NFL yeah. and he's in the championship game and he's worried about getting hurt so he just like it's like the last play of the so game, it's win or play. lose and he just kneels. <laughs> like he takes a knee with it and time runs out. And he's like, "Sorry guys, didn't want to get injured." And the NFL's just like, "Why would we you have no like competitive spirit at all. Get out of here." Yeah. I will say, I mean, without any source material to make those last seasons and they had built an incredibly big universe. Uh, it was going to be difficult, and we but knew they, it would be difficult to end. But Not even everyone if could they did the exact fighting. same things and they had more room to explain the things they did, it would have been better. They yeah. Everything was so rushed in that six episodes. Yes. Even if that was 12 episodes where you cover the same stuff, and even if the same decisions are made, you at least have more time to justify those decisions. And if you don't have the like the like story writing skills... To do that, you have HBO money to hire people who do have those skills that you can bring in. Yeah, it's very selfish of them to not give us a good ending. But hey, if I had to pick what what would have a good ending, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, or Marvel, Endgame, obviously, yeah. the Endgame. And we got it. We got it, baby. We got the yeah, best That was a ending. solid ending. It's not a flawless movie, but it's it a is. good ending. It is, though. It is flawless yeah. in every sense of the word. All right. Um, well, this has been an interesting, interesting, unless there's more. There's way more. <laughs> oh, my God. There's more. I was trying to wrap up and there's more. <laughs> nope. We, we are still uh, here we go. Uh, we have Spider-Man 3, which we already talked about a little bit. Uh, so I yes. don't need to read the the whatever. The little blurb. Yeah. But how? Yeah. So Spider-Man 3 with all those people in it. Obviously hype. People. Okay. Continue. Obviously hype. Where is that staying on the list? Uh, Middle half up. Middle half up, you used to beat for all these. <laughs> that was like a beep, 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 boop, beep, 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 It's Nickelodeon for some <laughs> Nickelodeon reason. Nickelodeon theme. <laughs> Haven't heard that in a minute. Yeah. Um, it didn't mean to even be the Nickelodeon theme. It just somehow halfway through turned into it. <laughs> so that's halfway. You're more excited for Loki than your boy Tom Holland Spider-Man? Yeah, because while I know that I'll enjoy Spider-Man, it's not new. It's not novel. I assume it'll just be more of how it's been, which is good, which is why I'm still excited for it, but I'm less excited than I am for a new thing. Okay, fair enough. Uh, then we have, uh, in March 2022, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Interested in that. Um, it's Might first... even be more interested in that than Spider-Man, just because it's been longer since we've had Doctor Strange. That is true. Um, and basically, uh, Spider-Man 3 and WandaVision will directly lead into this movie. So Doctor Strange will get a hint of the multiverse through Spider-Man Three uh, mm. by interacting with all the Spider-Mans, and then I'm and then uh, Scarlet Witch is a main character in this movie. Okay. So I'm thinking that uh, she will create all of these timelines with Vision, or she wants Vision, and then she's going to be like, "Yo, Doctor Strange, I need your help making all my crazy fantasies about TV show Vision a reality." And he'll be like, mm. "All right, hop along for the ride." 
<laughs> that sounds like him. Yeah, <laughs> classic Doctor Strange. Uh, so you're hype, more hype for that one. Yep. All right. Uh, what else we got? Then we got Thor: Love and Thunder, May 2022. Yeah, this is this is old news. This one, but I mean, well, a lot of these are old news, but we've a lot of these have more new information with them. What new information does this one have? Chris Pratt is a main character, as I mentioned on a previous episode of ours. Yeah. Um, and Christian Bale is playing the main villain, Gore the God Butcher. Huh. That's a cool name. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I uh, talked to... Uh, Al Gore the God Butcher. Al Gore Butcher. the God Butcher. I talked to... Um, An inconvenient truth. <laughs> uh, apparently, Gore the God Butcher's origin is something along the lines of he felt wronged by a god and he wants to kill all of the gods. Pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, then we kind have Black like Panther two, edgy. July twenty twenty two. That's very hype because just like how, <laughs> yeah, like what what's gonna ha- come of that franchise? I hope they handle it well. Yeah, I, I'm very. In, I'll like I'll definitely be in the theater to see it. Yes, and Sherry will presumably be taking over the mantle of Black yeah. Panther. Um, they are not recasting Chadwick Boseman or anything. Yeah, uh, that would be a mistake. No, that would what be if they mistake. what if they cast Terrence Howard? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, if what if they like tried to explain that with timeline stuff? <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, that would be a bad decision. <laughs> that, absolutely, <laughs> the War Machine. Uh, then we have Blade, which we already knew about. How? Oh well, wait, how high? Uh, Black Panther two. You said it's high on your list. How's yeah, Blade? very high. A Blade. Blade less high. I, I've been to Blade Land and I've seen its Oh, we have roots. Maharshala Ali playing <laughs> yeah. Blade. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably see it, you know. We're starting <laughs> to get so far out. There's too many properties at this All right, point. then we get Captain Marvel 2, November 2022. Uh, uh, that is below Blade. But um, grown-up Monica Rambeau, who is in WandaVision, will be in this, uh, as well as... Miss Marvel herself, Kamala Khan, will also be a main character in the movie. I'm more hyped for Miss Marvel than I am for Captain Marvel 2. Okay. But I'd probably put them similarly close together. Okay, fair enough. Then we have Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special 2022. Pretty hyped for that. That sounds yeah. dumb in a good way. Uh, the story is crazy and fun as can be. It's live action and in the MCU. Oh man, I wish I could tell you more, said James Gunn. Uh, and then we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania, uh, in which all... oh, I, I I hope that's good. I would <laughs> love for them to cap off that trilogy with just like like all the pieces finally come together because all of these movies, all the ant movies have been eh, yeah. somehow and, like it's good but like not. Eh. Yeah, I just want one that they really kind of like Thor three, yes. where it's like it takes the two good Thor stuff yeah. and it just takes like it finally finds its home a little and bit. good enough to give it a fourth movie mm. whereas i mean yeah. thor love and thunder who's not excited uh quantum mania yeah. uh paul rudd evangeline lily michael douglas and michelle pfeiffer will all be returning um then they have cast katherine newton as Aunt Cass, uh cassie lang who ends up in the young adventures mm. okay. uh, and jonathan majors will be playing kang the conqueror who is one of the big Marvel villains up there with Doctor Doom and Thanos. Okay. Uh, he's kind of like a multiverse, kind of like goes from different timelines and extincts all of them. All you of said his name is Kang? Kang the Conqueror. Conqueror. <laughs> Kang the Conqueror. 
Interesting. K A N G. Doctor Doom. Maybe that'll be the phase or the era three. You know uh, how you said like the the yeah and Thanos era. So, and the... so I have two more projects. Well, so where's your hype for Quantumania? Oh, uh, because it has Kang in it, I'm a little interested just because I feel like that's the beginning of the next thing. The next big. I mean, uh, all of this will threat. be building presumably to that. Okay. next big thing but that sounds like a concrete image well, of the next thing they're also just they got to give ant-man something because this movie really has got to step out as opposed to or stand yeah. out as opposed to the other yeah two. if they're if they're not careful this could only make them 700 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> um guardians of the galaxy 3 comes out in 2023 presumably that may slot but not for certain yet how hype are you for Guardians 3 coming out six years after Guardians 2? Uh, because of the weird James Gunn canceled incident. Yeah. I'm hype. Yeah. I think we'll get a taste of them here and there, like from Thor. Won't we at That's least true. see them? I know we'll we see will, Peter Chris, Quill. Chris Pratt will be in Thor. Uh, mm. I, don't, I can't vouch for the rest of the Guardians, um, but they will be there. Uh, it's at some point, I'm sure they'll cross over. Um, hmm. We have a Fantastic Four announcement. Now, the, this is low on my list. The same director who did Homecoming and Far From Home will be directing. Shoot. Yes. That should make it better, but <laughs> I still... That that one's going to have to... I'll, I'll wait till I see a trailer before I care at all about that. Well, you also just have to think Doctor Doom is presumably like the next big threat to the MCU. After Kang? I mean Kang is up there. I'm that's why I'm surprised that they're putting these two back to back cuz well maybe they don't even introduce Doctor Doom in this Fantastic yeah. Four movie. You'd think they would cuz that's No, I think what they should do is they should introduce Kang in this Ant-Man thing, then close that out, and then in in Fantastic Four 2, which will occur presumably after Avengers <laughs> 6. <laughs> <laughs> then they can introduce Doctor Doom. Okay, and and then so, they can set that up for a long haul or something. So you think Kang should be the main villain for the next the five year phase or whatever? Yeah. This, this saga is. Yeah, saga. That's what it was. I said yeah. era. Yeah. Well, Earlier. I mean, similar words. Uh, then we have oh, what a day Wednesday was. Look at all these projects. Uh, then we have She Hulk. Okay, yeah, I heard about this one a little bit. Just I sent you a text has... because Tim Roth is coming back as Abomination. Yes, but I was interested because of the actress they cast as She-Hulk. Yes. Um, I recognized her. I think she was in Perry Mason. Uh, or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong um, actor. Orphan Black. Sure she's not in Perry Mason? She might be. This just says Orphan Black. Uh, yeah, she is Bruce Banner's cousin. Um... And she gets a blood transfusion from him. Seems pretty ballsy. To get a What's blood her name? Tatiana Maslany? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, she's in Perry Mason. There you go. Figured it out. She was good in that. So you're excited for She-Hulk? Man, there's too many things. <laughs> I'm getting so much less hype by the second. <laughs> it's not enough. We need more content. Yeah. Infinite content, just like Arcade Fire said. Hmm. Uh, and then we have well, what, I mean, Tim Roth is coming back. That doesn't tickle your fancy. I'm like, I'm like, I can feel myself aging through all these projects. Like by the time 
the last movie that you're going to talk about today comes out, I'll be 43. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I only have, uh, oh, wow. I have five more. But oh, my still. God. Well, let, <laughs> rattle them off. Rattle them off real quick. <laughs> you haven't done the Geiger counter. We're really butchering this. Um, <laughs> this is too many. It's not our fault. They put out so much news. <laughs> All right. Then we have Moon Knight. Uh, new action adventure series uh, often likened to the Batman of the Marvel Universe. Mark Spector, a mercenary left for dead in the Egyptian desert. Um, who may or may not be infused with power. You said this is a show, not a movie. God. This is a show. Uh, okay. Played by Oscar Isaac is the Moon Knight. Okay. So we get six episodes of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. I think him and Deadpool hang out in the comics a lot. Huh. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that. We still have no X Men announcements. This one I think you're going to be interested in. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn star in Secret Invasion, the Disney Plus show. Hmm. where presumably they will be going through kind of other Marvel events, and Ben Mendelsohn is the scroll leader who can shapeshift, if you recall. I don't remember him. Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, he's, yes, I do remember him. the guy who shapeshifts. <laughs> and then the end of Far From Home, he turns out to be Samuel yeah. Jackson the entire time. So a whole yes. show of that. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's I'm... so many projects. It's insane. <laughs> so you're hyped for that. Uh, then we have Ironheart. Um, ooh, Dominique Thorne from If Beale Street Could Talk will play uh, genius Riri, Riri Williams, inventor of the most high-tech supersuit since Iron Man. Mm. Um, and she is like kind of a protege to Iron Man. Then we have Iron Wars, which is Don Cheadle's war machine, uh, tracking down or uh, exploring Tony Stark's worst fear: what happens when his technology falls into the wrong hands. Mm. So it's War Machine tracking down someone who has Tony Stark's technology. Yes. Hmm. Hype. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have an I Am Groot, presumably children's show. It's just baby Groot going around and interacting with a whole bunch of people. Oh, that should have good dialogue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I, it looks like a kid's show just from what I've <laughs> yeah. seen. Um, and then they have not announced, but the X-Men will eventually come out and Deadpool three is also being made, but it is unclear when that will come out. Man. I, I feel like I just went from like way into this to now feeling like <laughs> culture is dead <laughs> and all we have is Marvel is the only thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, only entertainment. You, we should only have Marvel, but keep mm. in mind that is three years down the road. A lot of wow. us. Oh, and I'm excited for every last bit of it wild wacky wild stuff well now we truly do need to wrap up that was an extraordinary laundry list of shows that marvel will be putting out over the next few years i'm excited for about half of them (laughs) and i will watch probably most of them yeah well if not all of them just because of your except for what if and i don't know if i'll watch this groot show that's unlikely well we have to find out if it's canon if he interacts with like war machine or what if Maku? Thanos is in the show? But uh, he's, See, then uh, he's I'm a little in. toned down. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Baby Groot just interacts with Thanos. Yeah. It's possible. Anything's possible. Uh, well, it's been a pleasure as always. Uh, yeah. Listen, me forcing you to listen to me talk about Marvel. Uh, always <laughs> a pleasure. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Look forward to the Iron Man 3 Christmas special, which should be coming out soon, uh, as well as a special WandaVision Fresh Marvel content, 
Yes. Uh, and then we will somehow figure out something to do with the Marvel Sucks versus No, It Does the Awards this year. But that is a <laughs> yeah. January problem. Yeah. And a Cade problem. And a Cade problem. <laughs> but Cade's going to figure it out. He's a smart, resourceful man when it comes to Marvel. Yep. All right. Well, I've been Jordan Peebles, and Marvel has sucked. I have been Cade Weiberg, and beep, 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 beep. No, it doesn't.